Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I'm joined by a wonderful woman who I've known for a few years. She's been on my radio show twice and she is Shona Johnson. And Shona, I can only say, makes the menopause sound like a go-to destination, like somewhere I am no longer fearful of at all. Uh, She guides lots of women through that time in their lives. I'm not quite there yet, but it's on the horizon. So having this conversation with Shona in a previous radio show that we did around this as well in the book that she has written that helps women at this time of their life has just been a fascinating quest for a woman that is approaching that in the not too distant future. This is all about midlife menopause in me and it is a wonderful conversation. So I hope that you enjoy it, whether you are in it, the menopause, or whether you're like me and just before it or do you know something, even if you're much younger or you're way on the other side of it, I think there's just lots of wisdom and knowledge and reassurance, quite honestly, in this one. Shona Johnson, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome, Anne. I'm really looking forward to chatting. Yeah, yeah. About all things menopause and midlife oh you're giving it away tell us a wee bit about <laughs> you tell us a wee bit about about Shona and about what's what's your world yeah well my name's Shona Johnston I am a menopause specialist nurse and a midlife coach and mentor and that sounds quite strange but I suppose what I do is a kind of blend of um, the medical and the magical as I talk about so um very much about helping and supporting women through um the menopause, but also then helping them do a wee bit of rediscovering about who they are and 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 where they've got to in their life and where they would still like to be. Yeah, great. And, and I suppose got all that through my own experience as um, through menopause. Used to be a midwife, used to be a health visitor. So women and women's health and wellbeing has always been my passion. Mm-hmm. So it's been a really nice way of um, I suppose taking that on a wee step further for me. Yeah. At the opposite end of the scale. Certainly is, isn't it, Shona? Great. So I know you've done Ignite the Radio Show twice before, so you've answered this question twice before. But sitting here just now, what do you know for sure, Shona? I know for sure that for me to live my life the way that I want to, I need to do the inner work as well as, you know, it's not all about looking outwards to see what's the next thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's all about being me. Yeah. I suppose living more authentically as myself. Speaking uh-huh. my truth, empowering women, which is what I'm just loving doing every day mm-hmm. um, and allowing them to live that way as well. And how has that shown up in your life in the past before that? When was that sort of a moment where you realised that was that was what that was what you had to do? I think for me, when menopause showed me that, I, um, I kind of talked about... Um, the universe presenting opportunities for me and, and that happened to me and I was able to step away from quite a busy corporate job um, and I found then that was a struggle because it it was all it, it was a label that I had it was a very secure job mm-hmm. uh, it went against a lot of what my beliefs my broke upness as we talk about in Scotland had had led me to you know be in a good job with a good pension um so taking that a step away from that mm-hmm. um was quite difficult for me so that was when I really had to listen to well what's going to be best for me 
mm-hmm. in terms of my physical health, my emotional health, and what's going to be what's going to light my fire. Yeah, and you know what do I feel passionate about, uh, and working in a different way. And uh, I, I was I worked for a wee while with a charity, and now I've stepped away from that as well, and I'm I'm working on my own. Yeah, which uh, I'm dead excited about doing that now. Before you know, mm-hmm. and as as I'm in my late fifties. Yeah, and I know that you've written a book called Midlife Menopause and Me, and that's about and there's twelve women in that speaking about that experience of menopause. So, is there common things that you know for sure about menopause that you feel could help other women through menopause? Um, yep, yeah, I it depends how long you want me to talk here about <laughs> menopause, Anne. But um, apart from all the physical things, do you know what women tell me is that they lose themselves? Mm. Um, and Brené Brown talks about a lovely. Uh, she she talks about midlife as being an unraveling. And I use that quote quite a lot with women. Um, and I find that they can really relate to that because it's it's a bit like having, you know, like a wee sword bit in your hand mm-hmm. and you start to pick it and pick it and pick it. And then before you know it, you've you've start, it started bleeding. Mm-hmm. And I think what we do as we get to our midlife is we've put so many covers on and pushed down our true self so much that, and I, I do think that impacts on how we manage our, certainly our mental well-being and our emotional well-being through menopause. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of women, it just bubbles up to the surface. And yeah. for me, it did. Yep, yep. And what are the the kind of things that you're helping women with then, sort out? Well, we sort out, first of all, we talk, we talk about the physical things. So it's about the knowledge. So really supporting women to be able to make an informed choice um, around what the how they manage the physical symptoms of menopause. But then what we also do is mentoring and coaching around how they find themselves again, um, how that unravelling takes them to a place where they feel much more comfortable and much more them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that we, 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 some of the way that we start about that is is really about getting them to think about how they love themselves yep. and how they take care of themselves mm-hmm. the same way as they do with other people that they love in their life. And for women, we're really bad at that. Yeah. We're always at the bottom. Um, and we always, you know, for women to look in that mirror and say, I love you to themselves, mm-hmm. one of the hardest things that we can do as women. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Louise Hay, that's what she was all about, wasn't yeah. it? Mirror work yeah. and how yeah. that yeah. sets you free and changes yeah. your whole perception of the world. Because yeah. when we, when I've spoken to you before about, about menopause and we've commented that, you know, at the age of almost 46, like, that's come around awful quick that I'm at the mm-hmm. age where I'm starting to have to think about menopause. I do think it's, you know, old age is a blessing as far as I'm concerned. But you can actually, as you talk about it, you have rediscovered yourself, you've reinvented yourself in a sense because now you're doing something that's different and you're, you know, you're certainly, like, sailing your own ship there because you're now working on your own, helping lots of different women in different ways. It actually starts to sound like an exciting time of life, which that all the connotations of menopause is that it's awful. Whereas, yeah. yeah, what would you say to that? And I've, I've loved, I've, I've tried to think of a different name for it because I do think menopause is quite a negative word, mm. and that's why I kind of talk about midlife because yeah. I don't think it's all about the physical part of menopause. And you know, for a lot of the medical people that people that folk might follow on on social media. 
they very much see it as a medical process mm. um, and you know they would like it renamed hormone deficiency syndrome mm. and to me that just buys into that whole as a physical process but it's also a natural process yeah um but with that being said and um, we used to die when we were in our 50s so now we're living a quarter of a third of our life with reduced hormones so mm-hmm. that has to have an impact on our physical health um but but i think we totally underplay the you know, the emotional and psychological effects of ageing um, and the cultural way that women are viewed in society, especially as older women, mm-hmm. um, and their value. You know, if you look at other cultures, the older women have seen you know, full of wisdom. And, um, you know, for us here, it's, well, you know, you're, you're one step closer to the care home. And, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know, so there's a lot. There's a lot riding on it, I think, for, for older for older women now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not just the, the folk that we stay at home and look after the grandkids, which absolutely is a, a wonderful thing to do too, but there needs to be something in it that's for you. Yeah, and I know you've said, obviously, you've been a nurse, you've been a health worker, a midwife, and now you are medically trained to deal with menopause. How, so you've got a lot more understanding of it, I suppose, than your general person. But how did you navigate your own menopause then? Mm-hmm. What would you, if you, somebody was to say what was menopause like for you, what would you, what would you speak to there? Absolutely awful. And I do talk about that in my book. Um, you know, I was a nurse and I thought menopause was just um, your period stopped and you got some flushes. Oh. Um, so I had absolutely no idea. For me, was more emotional and psychological side effects and um I ended up being off work for six months just total burnout mm-hmm. uh and I was happy at that time to take a, a diagnosis of panic disorder than actually menopause wow. and I ended up I remember I ended up in A&E um with what I thought was a heart attack and this nice registrar come up and he said do you know Mrs Johnston there's nothing wrong with your heart I think it's menopause and I remember looking at him in amazement going no actually this is something really serious this it's not just that menopause is just a wee thing Ah. (laughs) you know this is serious Mm -hmm. and that you know that whole thing for me all women think that it's just something that we'll get you know we get through but actual fact it can blow your mind away it blew mine out the water and made me you know if I was to draw a line in my life I probably would have the line before menopause and you know then after menopause Uh uh but you certainly seem to be enjoying life after menopause don't you and yet oh, there is a perception 100%. as a woman who has not anywhere near it. Well, I'm near it, obviously. I must be I must be near it. I'm 46 nearly. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the mm-hmm. cusp of menopause. But my impression is that on the other side of menopause, that life could be like, or during it, definitely, life could be really harsh and really difficult. Whereas speaking to you makes me feel like, oh my God, what am I going to create when I get to my menopause? Yeah. This could be the best days yeah. of my life on the horizon. Yeah. Do you feel like that? I'm- and when you think about most of our creativity is attached to our, as women, to our womb, yeah. you know, we create babies, we, you know, all that creativity. And it, and it needs to, that's, it's, it's, you're not going to have another baby now once you get to in your 50s, name your baby. So it's got, that creativity has got to come from somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's right inside you. And, and 
I suppose that's about where how do you how do you get to that? How do you actually delve down deep inside and start to embrace what's what's in you? And as women, we don't sit still long enough to even let anything come to the surface. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and COVID and you know lockdown has done us a bit of a favour and given us that bit of time where that permission where we have been able to. I suppose reflect on what aspects of our life that we want to change and for me you know lockdown has been really good for me to allow me time to do that to, to give you the permission to stop uh-huh. Uh-huh. see pre-menopausal Shona and post-menopausal Shona mm-hmm. would the one you were before have chucked her job and went freelance helping no. women get through the menopause no no Firstly, um, it wasn't something that even entered my head. Mm. Um, and, you know, to have the self-belief that I was able to do that, to just live my, my joy, really. Mm. Um, just live my joy and, you know, helping, seeing the difference, actually physically see the difference in women. Mm-hmm. And that's even online. I see the difference in the women that have that work with me over whether it's in a six-week group or whether it's a three-month individual, you know, supports and physically see the difference. We get them to, you know, get them to to take to to suppose to score if you want to call it that where they think they are, and then at the end where they think they've got to, and you know, it's a it's a constant work in progress. And for me, I'm quite open about saying I still need to, you know, I still. To do, you know, do my journaling, I, I do my meditation. I do need to pull myself back and say I'm too busy. Just now, that's my body is telling me I am too busy. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, pre-menopausal Shona would not have recognised that. Mm-hmm. I would have went firstly to Doctor Google and googled that to see what he would have told me. Uh-huh. But now I know that the most powerful tool that I've got is my body, and that tells me yeah. that actually I'm too busy. Yes. It feels like. I've done a few podcasts now that have talked about that that community around us, about women have spoken about how the people around them helped pull them through difficult times, etc. And what it sounds like is, is you're chatting about it is that we maybe just need somebody to hold our hand when we're doing having the menopause, when we're having that experience, answer the questions we've got, give us a wee bit of a tip on how to get through it and actually just move through it with that sense of sisterhood, that sense of community. And I suppose is that, do you think that's the key? Because it's such a taboo for so many people and they don't speak about it. Absolutely. Is. And what I do find is that women that I work with will say that they don't speak about it to their friends. Mm. Very often because they, they, don't, they don't want to disclose how they truly feel to their friends. It's okay saying, oh, my periods are dead heavy, or but they wouldn't mention vaginal dryness. Mm. Well, not very often. Um, or they wouldn't want to mention oh well they would maybe in the, the past and it would be you know uh, at my, oh, when he comes near me I just can't stand it Aye. you know and it would be a, we would make a joke of it mm-hmm. but the implications for what that does to the women and yeah. to the man and to obviously to their relationship or you know whatever partner they've got to their to their whole relationship um, that's where it starts to get you know, eat away at somebody and eat away at the relationship, how they feel about them, their whole self, and it's all wrapped up together. I forget, actually, the question that you asked me, Anne. So they are? That? That's oh, the, the perimenopause. 
the sisterhood, yeah, the sisterhood, and that's that's what I do. You know, the, the support that women get from from other women um, and the groups that I run are just um, they get as much from other women as they do for me. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's just the feeling that they're not alone in this. That mm-hmm. what they feel like it doesn't mean they're going mad. Aye, and um, there's a real call in there for isn't there to remind ourselves that we we need to if we don't have these women around us we need to find women that we can talk about all those things that you're talking about I mean I can never ma- imagine myself talking to anybody about vaginal dryness but here I am saying it <laughs> so maybe I will now maybe you've given me permission to talk about that when it arrives at my door so um so and it's about having those relationships I think isn't it and it's never too late to start having those relationships that where you can be really authentic and honest with your friends. I suppose the difficulty comes if you're not the same age as your friends and you're experiencing yeah. something they're not, yeah. isn't That's it? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And for, for a lot of young women, Anne, that can be really quite a, a lonely place to be. Yeah. Um, so for a lot of the younger women that I see, um, that's why they're there, because... Nobody um, gets it. You know, nobody, nobody gets it. And I think for them, they do see it a bit differently, because Aye. they it has doesn't come for, to them with all the... Uh, the, the the trappings of ageing because uh-huh. they're young. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they, they sometimes do see it as a, 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 a physical um you know, just a physical process that they have to get through. Uh-huh. And then of course you've got other women who hysterectomy or maybe they've had um a hysterectomy for other reasons or they've maybe had treatments for, you know, conditions where it's it's flung them into menopause and those women can be really, really young uh-huh. and coping with, you know, medical conditions. Uh-huh. As well as trying to cope with menopause, yeah. So there's a lot of a lot, of, and we we in the NHS we're really bad at explaining. Mm. Doctors are, you know, and 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 there's still there's still a thing for women and men that we think our our doctors or GPs are God, yeah. And we listen to every single thing that they tell us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than knowing and trusting that you know yourself better. Yeah. You know how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what's best for you. And I know that you offer lots of guidance on, you've got a Facebook group, The Midlife Haven. So if anybody does want yeah. to do a wee bit more research, I'm thinking I need to engage with that a wee bit more, Shona, because my age is just hurtling towards me here. It's a great <laughs> blessing. <laughs> menopause is a great blessing. I think my mummy didn't live long enough yes. to have a menopause. Yes. So it's definitely a great blessing. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's been great, Anne. Nice to speak to you. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching Anne Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.